Welcome to the Rise of She, the empowering podcast that celebrates the unstoppable force of women. I'm your host, Prita Bolaki, and together we will shatter the glass ceiling, rewrite the rules, and reveal the extraordinary power within each and every woman. Join me as we redefine heroism demanding the world to acknowledge that the word hero is just an O without her. Discover with me how women can unleash their internal potential, demand equitable pay that reflects their true worth, vanquish insecurities, conquer work-life balance, and embrace profoundly fulfilled lives. If you like my podcast, Feel free to connect with me on Instagram and Facebook for an empowering journey like no other. Find me at Prita Bolaki and let's ignite the fire within. Disclaimer. The primary purpose of this podcast is to provide education. Information provided in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, prevent, treat, or cure any disease. Information given in this podcast must not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to as a basic for expert witness testimony or establishing standard of care in a legal sense. Trigger warning. Some experiences shared in the podcast may be triggering to some audience members. User discretion is advised. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this inspiring episode of The Rise of She. Today, we have the privilege to have an incredible woman, Divya Madhur, a certified spiritual healer, teacher, relationship coach, and the captivating voice behind a powerful TEDx talk. Having overcome personal trauma, Divya's coaching extends to the crucial life areas with a focus on healing from deep traumas, abuse, and breaking free from limiting mindsets and beliefs. As a TEDx speaker, she shared profound insight on how love possesses the transformative ability to rewire us. At the heart of Divya philosophy is the belief that we are love, our most authentic self hidden beneath layers of guilt, shame, and other emotion. Her mission is to guide individuals back to their instance, love, and facilitate the construction of genuine loving relationships. With two decades of brand and marketing expertise across various industries, Divya brings a wealth of experience to her profound coaching, making her a true beacon of wisdom in the areas of healing and authentic connection. Welcome, Divya. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you for giving us your time. So, Divya, tell me a bit about what's your story? My story, I was born into a house with a lot of domestic violence and abuse. My mom saw through two marriages and both were abusive. And as a child, I've dealt with a lot of abuse that my mom faced and in turn, I faced with that as well so all I can say is that I had a difficult childhood with life-threatening situations and eventually I needed an escape and quite literally as an escape I got married because I thought that was the only way out of the family dynamic and yet you know it's like falling into a deeper pit I got married to somebody who was mentally emotionally sexually abusive while there was no domestic violence per se but there was a lot of emotional mental and sexual violence and yes so I've had a 14 year long marriage which was toxic and I have over the last few years I have successfully 
we moved out of that relationship, got in divorce. Today I live as a single woman and I'm raising my children and I am very fulfilled and happy. And at the same time, I'm also helping other women and men see the truth of relationships and love and uh, also take them away from the toxicity that they may be creating or be bringing into their own lives. Mm-hmm. And because one person at a time is how we change the world. So I believe when one person sees the light of love is how we kind of move through the process. So it's just me every day committing to the fact that I will continue to be allowed to be the love and I continue to spread love and we'll see where it goes. Yeah, that's wonderful. I mean, spreading love, it's indeed a very nice thing. And I think just by spreading it, you also have that love as well, where you feel good, right? And helping other women. So Divya, throughout your childhood or when you got married, what was the one thing that helped you to take decisions? What was the main thing like, this is it, I'm not going to get emotionally or sexually abused anymore so how did you take that decision because I guess that's the biggest and most difficult decision right absolutely and I've met a lot of women who go through this including myself so I think we as women have a beautiful gift which is called intuition we don't need to develop it it is already present with us when we are born and we have a very heightened intuition because of the fact that we have a womb our womb is a reflection of mother earth because we create life as much as mother earth creates life so that intuition is very very innate and strong in women now when I was in situations of abuse as a child there was very little I could do even though my intuition was telling me otherwise but there was very little I could do because I was dependent on adults around me however as an adult I think over the years I learned to suppress my intuition and that's where abuse happened every time I was told that this is not right that's not right and I kept convincing myself no there must be something more in this maybe I am dumb you know I am naive and I don't understand these are the ways of the world this is how the world works and you know the stories that I've told because most often anybody who wants to abuse you or manipulate you will tell you stories which challenge you with your own dignity your own esteem your own love for yourself so they would bring you down to a point where you start questioning yourself and that is allowing them to do it not listening to the intuition and that's exactly what I did and to rise out of those situations as an adult it took me to follow my intuition even if situations were as scary like the time I walked out of my marriage I didn't have anywhere to go my family didn't support me I didn't have money I didn't have a home all I had was just few pairs of clothes my child also refused to come with me and there was just no one to lean on and all I decided was even if I have to stay on the streets I'm going to leave this house and that was my intuition telling me you got to leave it took courage to do that clearly yes I'm not suggesting that you go get on the streets but at the same time I'm also saying that when the intuition is very strong hear it because some way or the other will open up sometimes we can't see this sometimes we just are too logical in our heads and stuck up in our monkey mind that we are like okay I need to have a lot of things sorted before I get the next step but frankly unless we've listened to our intuition and really followed it and taken that leap of faith that I'll jump off this cliff God or creation energy or love is going to hold me together and really give me the wings that I need right now it's that leap of faith which opens up doors which we've not seen because there is so much happening beyond our comprehension there is so much happening in the universe there's so much going on and I can vouch for it every single time I've taken this leap of faith multiple doors have opened like magic is happening all around me I think it's when you're strong and you really want to go through it obviously the door open but you will agree with me like you were very very courageous Divya to just leave and then you know like I need to do that that's my next step but most of the time women are not courageous and they're thinking what will happen my kids are not coming with me my parents are not supporting me no one is supporting me so they start creating that maybe I'm the one who's bad then because everyone is seeing this normal what am I doing why am I feeling that I have to do it but other people is not feeling it so that's the main 
main thing like we keep on telling ourselves that we have to stay in that marriage because of our kids what's going to happen to him or her or them and I don't have money the main thing is financial stability as well do I go or do I stay and be all this but at least financially I'll be stable my kids we have the important thing it's so many things stopping the woman from doing that so how did you take that step how to have that courage no one supported and it's unfortunate that when you take this decision most of the time women find themselves alone what advice you give to these women so I think I'll begin by sharing this that I stayed in 12 years believing the same thing that I there's something wrong with me that every time I told about the abuse to anybody they would say the problem is with you and I started accepting their belief system saying yes the problem is with me and there's something not wrong it's me who needs to be fixed but then I realized over a period of time the amount of discomfort in the body and the heart was so high it's like this that you can have a physical pain and you can keep ignoring it ignoring it ignoring it and there will come a point when then pain will take over you and everything around you because you've not attended to it so goes for emotional and mental pain frankly we all know that I'm sure every woman who's listening here would have experienced a situation where their emotional or mental pain was so high where they can't just anymore tolerate it that was the point that came for me at about 12 years of my marriage and I realized that whatever comes my way I'm going to leave because any which ways nobody's talking good about me any which ways nobody's supporting me so even if situations were to get worse from here what worse will it get I will deal with it and if it gets better great right but at the same time definitely I invested in my healing by God's grace I had met a couple of healers before I moved out and those healers supported me in my journey of healing and transformation and starting to see the fact that the problem is not with me problem is in my low self-esteem and low self-worth and low self-love almost negligent for that matter and when these factors started to get healed self-love started to come in self-esteem started to get built up self-worth started to get built up I had the courage to move out irrespective of whatever the situation was support or no support because at the end of the day the cost of staying was my emotional and mental pain and all I knew was that I wanted to choose peace over pain and I think globally women are trained to tolerate pain trained to compromise trained to always say okay the man maybe deserves a lot more compassion empathy and understanding but the point is if you're losing yourself in the process it's not of any good to anybody even the man included right because who you are is who you bring to everybody so when I was a depressed person when I was always crying what did I bring to my child a crying mother a depressed mother but when I moved out when I took care of myself when I started to love myself more every single day what did I bring to my child a happy mother a content mother a peaceful mother maybe still struggling yes in many ways but when you're staying in the toxic and abusive behavior you're already struggling it's the struggle you choose there is this story that goes in our healing world which says that problems will always be there one problem is you don't have any money the other problem is you have lots of money and don't know where to spend now which problem is better and then this is what you get to choose the problems will be persistent the whole journey of life is about growth and we grow through our problems and challenges what is it that you want to have in your life an abusive problem or a problem which is more solvable you decide which problem you want to be in these things gave me a lot of courage to move on and just have faith in the creator then you know the god whichever way you look at it some energy created the world have faith that if they created you they didn't create you to be wasted they didn't create you to be abused they didn't create you to be in those situations where you are stuck in that moment they created you to experience the greatness of life they created you to experience the joy of life they created you to experience the grandeur of this life and if that's not happening somewhere our own limiting belief system has to be worked upon it's very deep what you said we'll have all problems so do we want an abusive problem or a problem that can be solved and I think when you see it that way 
you want a problem that you can solve, right? So then you realize that, okay, I can do that. At least I have a control on me. It's on me if things doesn't happen. But in a situation where you don't have control, nothing gonna get better out of this. Just gonna get worse. And I think you beautifully said that's so powerful, Divya. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. Obviously, like you said, healers have helped you. And I think you are the right person if we need to heal us. It's very important we have the guidance because at the end of the day, until you didn't have these coaches to help you, you would have stayed in that toxic. Coming to that, I will ask you about my kick-ass body movement. Everyone needs someone in their corner. And I will ask you who has been, who is still your kick-ass body throughout your journey. And in your opinion, why you think you have to have that supportive network, that kick-ass body in achieving goals, success, or even getting out of any pain has been your kick-ass body. I would say there have been two friends of mine who've been there with me in most difficult moments. They have not been there physically because they say they stay far off, but they've been on the phone on messages on calls and stuff a great great gratitude I also have towards all the healers and teachers who cross my path in every stage of my healing they've been the light that I really needed to see they provided me with the love that I needed to experience and to be reminded that I'm as worthy of love as anybody else is because that was the most difficult part for me to see myself with love it would always be like I deserve this abuse or I deserve this behavior but coming out of that and learning that I don't deserve this this is somebody who had to hold my hand walk me like a baby out of those situations and say okay this is what it is but one thing I can say is in this way that while sometimes the friends have changed some days one friend takes precedence over the other not because they are not available but it's just that in the situation somebody relates to you a little more than the other so creator or god or you know you know the creation energy they find a way to channel that love into your life through different people who are coming in be it your teachers coaches supporters or some people have family you know or sometimes even children for that matter you know so they're not support system but they are definitely reassurance sometimes you know when you look at children with love like animals sometimes are so much reassurance so I'm just trying to come to the fact that I have had two friends who've been with me on this journey I've had a lot of people come in different shapes and form at different stages of my life also to hold me and support me as and when I needed more specialized support because sometimes friends are there but when you have to heal you also need specialized support which friend may or may not be able to provide dependent on where they're coming from and a lot of times even friends also come with their own limiting beliefs so I just mean to say that I'm not in any way demeaning any friendships here but I'm also trying to remind you that everything that puts you lower than love remind yourself that there is more here there is more here it's not the end of it so have healthy friendships very important to have healthy loving friendships who will support you unconditionally clearly but at the same time keep seeking out also for people who are constant reminders of the love that you are it's very important to get support to move your own mindset to move your own belief system to move your own heart set the amount of pain in the heart the amount of sorrow in the heart the heartbreak that's almost feeling like it'll never leave you you know those kind of things and the trauma stored in the body there are specialized needs which need to be dealt specifically when you're moving out of toxic abusive situations specialized support is needed which is both in the heart sense soul sense mental sense and also in the body sense which is called somatic when we talk about the therapy work it's somatic therapy so if all these four 
aspects get addressed with different different kinds of approaches i agree with you when you said that yes obviously we we all have friends and we are friends as well but we do have our limitation as well to advise sometimes on important things especially these important decision of of your friend lives and sometimes we don't have the expertise to guide the person and this is where coaches mentors all these people who has that expertise can help and you were saying something where you have met lots of people in that healing process and i think like when you decide to get healed most of the time you find these people coming in your way right when you really 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 need that change or want that change these people come in your way how was your experience on that absolutely agree with you the teacher appears when the student is seeking so our teachers come in different shapes and forms which means it could come as people who are here to teach us lessons by probably giving us pain and then there are people who will come to teach us in the sense of support and love that they reflect they'll also be teachers teachers who are here only for the journey that we are here on like coaches teachers healers and in all of this it's your readiness it's really our own personal readiness to allow the learning the learning is full they will be teachers in the form of books they'll be teachers in the form of podcasts they'll be teachers in the form of some series they can be teachers everywhere the only thing that we need to know is that we are ready to learn and nature itself is such a big teacher in its own way it's a greatest teacher we all have here and you know so the beauty is that when we are ready to learn everything shows up everything shows up like so an open heart to learning can create miracles literally every single moment of life and when the heart is ready to learn it changes everything the landscape of life changes completely completely like beyond what we can ever comprehend like quite frankly the day i moved out of my ex-husband's house which is that small box of clothes i did not see myself here i could not have imagined i would be sitting here and this was something i was thinking about yesterday because there was some tough situation i was moving through and i was not able to find my ground and when i was not able to find my ground i really thought about this me five years ago who was standing with that box crying moving out of his house not knowing where to go and immediately that flash came into my head uh, you know in the memory that when i was standing there i couldn't see myself here where i am today i could not have no wildest dream i would have ever imagined myself to be here so if this could have opened up there is so much more to open up from where i'm looking at life today because every day we hit limitations right it's not like it's just once and for all we hit limitations literally every day so whatever limitations i'm dealing with right now and it just showed me that divya you know four to five years down the line what you can't see today will already be happening in your life when you continue on your healing and learning and growth journey that's the biggest commitment that i i feel you know my heart's taken me towards and i continue to be on that like sometimes there is this healing fatigue i'm like oh my god it's just me healing eyes everybody else talks again i'm just the one healing but you know it just feels in that moment when ego is trying to take over but it's a gift i'm giving myself the greatest gift i can ever 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 give myself and my children i think it's important i talk about happiness but i see that the love the word love is very important for me it's happiness but you you rightly said when you're in love with yourself and doesn't need to be with someone else and when it's someone else as well it make a difference when you see the person even if you shouting or you know insulting the person we don't really care if we are truly in love but when we are angry 
angry or frustrated or things are going on and someone insulted us or criticized us. We are in our the worst person ever. And that's how love is important. How do you practice that love? Because obviously there are sometimes things change, you get upset with something. So what advice you will give to keep that love in the heart? I would begin by saying this, that we don't need to bring in love. We already are love. Love is not a, a adjective. Love is a state of being. Now, when I say that, what does that mean? It can be like, okay, I'm only hurt falling in love, falling out of love. What about being love? Now, when you look at children, they are such a beautiful depiction of how they are just love. They are bright. They are sparkling. They are happy to be with everybody. They don't have any kind of biases. They don't think wrong of themselves. They love themselves. I mean, you would have observed young kids look at the mirror. They are in awe of what they see. They don't see my nose is like this. My eyes are like this. My legs are like this. My belly is like that. They don't see that. They just are in awe of what they see. So what you what they are experiencing is just pure love. Why? Because they are love. What do we mean when we say we are love? We are love means that we were born out of love. Like I'll give you an example. Think of one project or a one thing that you would have done project or whatever like any any item of creation that you would have done in your life anything maybe a crochet maybe a painting maybe anything that you created right from scratch and remember that feeling that you had when you were creating it actually that's the painting at the back that i've done and i keep it here because every time i see it i had that feeling how i did that painting and there was love there was like me inside the painting so wherever i move my office or anything I put it in a place where I spend more my time and I spend most of my time in the office and that brings me so much so much love like I'll bring it everywhere I have to move it's that much of important to me like for other people it might be just a painting but it reflects me in that painting yeah if you remember the feeling when you create it you created oh, it with the utmost love utmost love like all the love in you was in the painting right so oh. that's what I'm bringing you to then creator created you when the God created you you were created with love you were created with so much love that the only way we can come into existence is with just pure pure love because there's no other way a magnificent creature like human being can be made a magnificent creature like you can be made if there was no love you wouldn't be made so you are love yourself you were born into love you were created by love so everything is love until we take on the drama now the drama looks like that somebody tells you you're short somebody tells you you're dark somebody tells you you're not good enough somebody tells you you don't study well somebody tells you you're not playing well or somebody tells you you don't eat well you eat too much whatever right when people start to project their own stuff to us and we take on their stuff is when we go out of love we are always in a constant state of love what takes us down is going out of love now each time we are able to bring us back to love is coming back to the energy of creation coming back to where we began and remember when we were babies right everybody is more or less now at least in this generation people have seen the scans of children when they are in the womb what do you see first there's no body there's just a heartbeat the first scan is always only heartbeat so you were created love first before any anything else there was a heart created no body there was only and only and only love so just reminding you again all over again that the frequency is of love we go down from it constantly and we have to find practices that aid us back into that frequency again and again and again and the same way the support system that brings us back to love it may not look like family or friends sometimes it may look like therapists or healers or coaches sometimes but having a stable support system because we get drained when we see our family is not supporting us we get 
drain when we see our friends are not supporting us or somebody we had a lot of faith in is not supporting us but have faith in the fact that there is a support system available to you and you are the only one who can put this into practice yeah. and somewhere the support system may look as simple as just going and hugging a tree because probably a human is not around yeah in our current living systems we are all living mostly you know ones two three we don't living too many together so they may not be accessibility to another human being at all points in time but support system can come in so many shapes and forms and sizes and then love when you hug a tree you'll know that love when you love a child you will know that love when an animal comes to you you'll know that love when the raindrop falls on you you will know that love when the wind touches your face you'll know that love that love is a constant that love does not leave us we leave the love and keep coming in and out of it wow. I like when you say we keep on going in and out of love and that's what we do actually and then we say we are not love we are not happy about this but actually we are the one getting out of it and it reminds me I was going through a health issue this year and I wanted so bad that my friend called me and see how I am and I was like upset I had that expectation you know because at that moment I was angry and when I was like okay now I need to heal myself and I would have that love and I called her and I was telling her you know I was going through and we had such a great conversation when you were talking of love it's true like when you're out of love sometimes you feel like your support system is not here for you because now you're not seeing it and you beautifully say it coming out and in and this is what happened to us because when we are out of love worries again us but at the same time when we jump in love again we are still talking to these people we are enjoying their present we are and all of a sudden that love come back again so that's amazing i i love that in and out i'll, I'll remember it every time i had this kind of stage <laughs> i will remember that thank you so much divya i have another question as you know for corporate and for working women they have a lot I believe on their plate because career wise and personal wise and they try to be perfect on both sides and there's a lot expectation from their personal life and now they need to be in their professional life and most of the time some people give up on their dream professionally so that they can have give the expectation on their personal journey so what will be the advice that you can give to these women who want to advance on their career despite having personal challenges at home or be financially independent so what would be that one advice you can give to these women because trying to get to be perfect in the both world it's so difficult and this is why we get overwhelmed on a daily basis so what would be the one advice you will give to them let go of the need to be perfect and choose love choose peace because first thing is that at the end of the day if your mental health or emotional health is compromised which will eventually lead to physical health being compromised and eventually lead to financial health being compromised if if any of these mental emotion spiritual health is not doing well eventually all these things that you're trying to create out of job will fall down or will come crashing at some point in time job or corporate whichever way So the first thing that I would say is to follow your heart. Do the work that you feel called to instead of doing the work that pays you. Because when you do the work that you're feeling called to and that also is going to pay you, it's going to be a different level of joy and satisfaction that you'll bring to your own heart, to your body and eventually to your family. The other thing that I have in my personal understanding understood is that we tend to prioritize our jobs or our work so much that we forget there's a family behind and there there's ourselves here, right? You know, you'll be very easily replaced in your workplace, but you can't replace 
replace who you are in your personal family system and you can't replace who you are in your own personal life your own individual life so the first priority is you followed by your loved ones and then followed by your work which we usually put it in an order saying work first second family third me it actually has to be reverse order where you are first the family and loved ones whoever there is come second and then comes the work because work is a part of your life work is not your life there's a nurse she's written a book she had spent years of her life in her profession meeting people who were towards their last days and talking to them and every time she would speak to anybody nobody talked about i wish i made more money they only talked about i lived more and i loved more and they only talked about that if i had a more fulfilled life through my relationships that i respected or loved my loved ones more than i would have done it for my work or i spent more time with them so all i mean is at the end of life you would sit and think that what matters today is what you put into action today what would matter then should be in your life today instead of sitting there and thinking i wish i would have done this because that will lead you to be a, living a fulfilled life every day and if anybody tells you you can't make money with your passion i'm sorry that's totally possible and if anybody tells you that the only way you can succeed in life or have that wealth or anything through your careers or the success that you're looking for is only through your corporate career that's also not true so at the end of the day balancing is important definitely yes but don't let that become the anchor to your life that is only a part of your life and there's no perfection none of us are perfect we can never get there because perfection is an imaginary point which is always moving we can never get there i believe it's it's about the right balance that feels called in the heart the order that you have put it is us first then the family then the career is very important because what we do as you said we think of the career then the kids then we don't have time for us that's why there's no self-love because we don't have time and it's so so true that we are so busy with life trying to be successful or to do the work come home be the mom be the wife we said we don't have time until we start really understanding the self-love and all of a sudden it just everything is so into order like I'm happy with the kids I'm having time for work I'm having time for the family I think again like you said love is above everything and having that self-love definitely make a big big difference thank you Divya for sharing that before we go obviously what would be the one piece of wisdom or advice you would give to the women which we already talked but navigating through any personal challenges or obstacle what would be the one thing they can take from you today keep returning to love keep returning returning to love that's where the joy the contentment the peace and everything is keep returning to love develop daily practices that you can do for your heart body mind and soul which remind you that there is love around and the more loved you feel the more love you'll be able to spread across around wherever you go yeah and Divya when you're saying my body and soul obviously it's like we always talk about it what is it really so giving the love to the mind to the soul to the body how does it work all right so let's take one by one like for body eating nourishing meals drinking a lot of water, taking a walk or running, whatever works for somebody, jogging, exercising. One of these activities to take care of your body, like of course, food and water are essential, so is exercise. So that is for the body. The thing that works for the heart is one activity every day to connect with nature clearly, if specifically Mother Earth, if possible, in any way, walking bare feet on grass or hugging a tree or engaging in anything like a gardening activity, sitting with the plants or engaging with animals for that matter. So this is something that, that reminds us 
of the unconditional love there is and at the same time also have one kind of thing to spend time with the family or whoever are the loved ones in the circle spending time with people even if it's for 10 to 15 minutes a day completely device free no device no internet no external influence just you and the plant or you and your loved one you or your animal or you or nature completely device free time something for the mind again taking time away from devices very important and something meditative even if it's just play music or doesn't have words to it precisely that's very important because something when it has words it starts to process we need our mind to slow down because we're already over processing because the amount of content and media and stuff that is thrown at us thrown at us every day is already humongous in today's time so the idea is to slow down now slow down could happen through meditation but not everybody is able to do meditations hence i'm saying listening to just some instrumental music which does not have words associated to it and you'll find a lot of them online youtube is full of such music where you can just go say meditative music play any one of them that resonates for you the other thing you could do is read book which are going to grow you not fiction but non fiction self help or self care kind of books that will grow you into a better person the idea of the mind is mind will manifest everything that we think so the more crap we are thinking the more negative we are thinking our life will become negative so how do we influence our life and make it positive we go by training our mind to do positive things during the day what are those positive habits that you can take up right so probably replacing if you're into news replace news with something more easier because news will give you a lot of pain and trauma to process through the day but if you're already dealing with difficult situations in life then maybe take a break from media maybe take a break from those things and look at something that's going to give you more peace the more we cut down on the drama aspect of it and another thing very important for mind is journal every day even if you're writing what you did through the day journal every day write down how you felt write down what did you think what happens is it's like if you're wearing the same clothes every day they will get dirty at some point right it's the same way when our mind is in the negative zone constantly without us expressing it out it will smell it will manifest as that smell into your life in one way or the other so every day dump that thing wash your mind like washing those set of clothes put it down on the journal let it go you don't need to hold on to it the negative chatter is for us to remind us of love but we get caught up in this this whole cycle and never come out of it so the way to break is few of these activities to do and there are more ways to do it i'm just sharing like bare minimum and the ones that we can really do today i think journaling is very important i do it every day and it helps you to find what you're grateful for the day and really find out the how bad my day was you had to have at least one stuff you were grateful for and it just remind you then it just take that bad day out and oh something good happened to me today and i think that really work and writing sometimes what you're thinking and then what you're writing and you i'm always impressed with myself like oh i was thinking about that but when i'm writing it's coming like it's not what i was thinking but yeah. so amazing to read it another day and the, oh that's what really was bothering me or that's what really was happening to me or how i was feeling i i would encourage journaling as well and be gratitude and affirmation of things that really help it's us like we start a day with our affirmation and we go to sleep being grateful and i think this is how keep that love here because then before going to sleep we are grateful about something we wake up we doing affirmation of how we want our life to be and going back to what you said about the word that you love a lot and i think yeah it's making more sense that actually bring love because sometimes i'm grateful about people around me i'm like ah really i'm grateful about that thing and i forget to say thank you or i will send a text or and it help it's love again absolutely then we feel it we're able to share it also exactly and you feel like sharing it more and and that love just multiply and and sometimes you feel so happy and there was no good news there was not big thing but still you have that love is so 
powerful and it's just about these small things that we do every day that's true and another thing that it just struck me was when we do journaling it's really interesting because when we've done journaling over a period of time and we go back and look at where we were and how far we've come it's a great reminder because on an everyday basis we feel things are not good oh, but go back and read and like oh my god i've come that far it's a beautiful reminder that's so so true like you read like seven years what you were thinking or like really and you think oh i've, I've really changed it a good way yeah that's amazing it's a very good reminder mm-hmm. of telling us that we are improving we are doing much much better things to improve our life and to be happy thank you so much divya for your time i really appreciate and thank you everyone for listening i look forward to see you in the next episode thank you if you have been inspired by today's episode make sure to subscribe and follow the rise of she to stay connected and never miss a moment of empowerment join me on instagram and facebook where we'll continue to fuel the flames of progress and self improvement together find me at prita balaki remember we are unstoppable forces bound to inspire and empower one another until next time prita says adios ladies stay tuned for our next empowering encounter